Hey, this is the Henry and Timmy podcast. I'm joined here with Diana. And no Timmy. No Timmy. Whoa. So, first I would like to... I think we should go over our breakfast. <laughs> We're not going to explain um, why Timmy isn't here? How he failed uh, us? I think he's he, just too busy today. He's trapped in a well. He's trapped in a well. Which actually has pretty good acoustics, but... <laughs> Couldn't it would have been perfect. Couldn't get a mic down there. Aww. That would have sounded so cool. Damn. Yeah. And I'm upset. And you... I did not want to be on the podcast. You were so upset you ordered a iced oat milk latte. And how would you describe... Um... <laughs> it's definitely an oat milk latte. Would I you, don't know about iced. Would you say there's ever any ice in there? I don't think so. I think it was hot coffee that they poured oat milk into and then just put into a little plastic cup. But it's doing the job. No, the one thing I would say is not that small of a cup. Pretty good size. Oh, did I say small? Yeah. It's not small. Uh-huh. It'd be bad if it was small because this was a $7 <laughs> coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then for our bagel sandwiches. <clears throat> now, those were good. What was on yours? Eggs, scrambled eggs, cheese, cream cheese, poppy seed bagel, because no more sesame seed bagels, apparently. They're just flying off the shelf. Yeah. I and had, you? Oh, I had a pastrami with egg, cheese, and avocado, and a cheddar and jalapeno bagel. Can I order again? <laughs> no. One thing, though, it comes with <laughs> coleslaw on the bagel, and I was like, no, I want avocado instead. Why would I have coleslaw on my morning bagel? Can't imagine just, doing that. That would be gross. Yeah. A lot of mayo involved. You yeah. don't want mayo and cream cheese on something. That's just insane. Now, if it were an Asian coleslaw with just vinegar. Ooh. With pastrami and egg? And... I would marry vinegar if I could. What? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> You're just jealous of her. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't be her. Just be more, like, fermented... Uh... What is vinegar? <laughs> I don't know. You think I know anything about anything? Well, if you keep red wine long enough, it just turns into vinegar. Well, we gotta try it. And then you'll marry it. <laughs> no. Not yet. I'm too young. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> I can't so get married young. yet. <laughs> you can get married. You own a suit now. <laughs> Whoa. Perfect segue. Yeah, no big deal or anything. I got a suit for Amelia's wedding. Thanks a lot, Amelia. Yeah, thanks a lot, Amelia. I buy a suit. <laughs> Even though it's not really... I kind of bought suit pants at uh, Ross, Dress for Less, and then a suit jacket at Nordstrom Rack. But they're both black, so it's like, yeah, this is a suit. They look the same. Yeah. But some of those... Uh, the sports jackets, they looked like what you would wear in, like, a play. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, the material was all, like, polyester and, like, super thin. Yeah. It was either $60 and the most wrinkly thing you've ever seen in your life. 
or a, or a hundred eighty dollars <laughs> and like fine regular and just like a normal looking blazer yeah Maybe. It's like, that's Nordstrom Rack for you, I guess. We looked at Ross Dress for Less, but they uh, had zero suit jackets. This is another anti-LA Lasers. thing. Because if we <laughs> lived in Illinois, if we went to Ross in Illinois, we would have find would it. We would have find we a suit jacket. We would have find a suit, though. There would have been a whole department, a whole section. Um, but no, because of LA, everything, all of them were such small stores. They Packed. were like, men don't need suits. Packed to the gills with people looking for deals. Yeah. A lot of, like, um, maybe Armenian women that are, like, middle-aged, I think. Diana oh. really fit in. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird you're... <laughs> Being a race scientist about it. Yeah. I was going to say racially profiling. Like, Is that the right phrase? <laughs> that work you're a race scientist i mean maybe they weren't armenian i don't know yeah i they probably were we were in glendale oh true (laughs) not the glendale galleria that place is my least favorite place on earth yeah i'm gonna burn it to the ground i hope the police are listening Uh, i'm gonna gonna have to burn it to the ground I got a laser facial at the Glendale Galleria, and I'm going to burn it to the ground. No, I don't think that's true. (laughs) I don't think that's a parody. No. This is my true story. What I heard is parody. This is Diana, and this is her true story. (laughs) (laughs) Diana's writing a screenplay. (laughs) About burning the Glendale Galleria to the ground. And speaking of burning down a, a giant building... A few buildings. Uh, how about that moon ceremony last night? That segue made no sense. Uh, wouldn't you want to do that on a full moon? Full moon. Yeah, a foil moon. <laughs> um, so mm. I went to a moon ceremony <laughs> last night. <laughs> um, yeah. I like really had no idea what to expect. Um, it was hosted by this girl that I worked with and met like thrice ever because it was like a work from home thrice. situation um and all she said was like be at mine at seven thirty, and um dress warm and wear pink and bring something to write on and so i really had no idea what to expect and i was kind of sta- stared i was kind of scared <laughs> and so um our friend nora went with me and it actually turned out to be very lovely um Turned out it was actually just group therapy. <laughs> it wasn't really group therapy, but it was like... It was definitely group, group therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the part that was the most awkward, though, was um, we did like a... Why am I forgetting? Oh, tarot reading. And... The devil's work. So it's like you get four cards and it's like one of them is like what you need to work on. One of them is like... Like they each have a meaning. And so we were in little groups of three doing our tarot cards and the person who was, like, doing them for me and Nora, like, after every card would, like, look at me and be like, and what does that mean for you? What do you <laughs> notice about this card? And I didn't know what to say for any of them. I literally would be like, um, that is a knight, and he is wearing armor. And I find that interesting. Because <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what, to, like, it really was stressing me. Every time, 
we would start talking about the next card. I'd be like, okay, I got to start thinking about what I'm going to say. And I uh, would have, uh, personally, I'm fascinated by armor. <laughs> there was one time I was like, I knew you were going to ask it. And I still don't know what to say. I have no idea what to say. Um, Which is also another thing they do in therapy where they do the Rorschach test. And it's just like the splotches and you have to say what it looks like to you. Mm. Well, this Further was a- proving my point. <laughs> the moon ceremony was therapy. Um, but yeah, it was very nice. And it was like, we talked about astrology. We all, so at the beginning of the moon ceremony, it was nine of us total. And we went, went around in a circle and we said our names, our pronouns, and like our big three, like our rising sign, our moon, and whatever the third one is. And, (laughs) and I was the only one who didn't know mine. Because, like, everyone was like, my sun is in Aries, my moon is in Pisces. Um, and it got to me, and I was just like, and I'm a Leo. Because I don't know. I'm a leader. <laughs> I'm a Leo. I'm a leader. I, I like a, to take control. My moon is, I, I'm leading the moon ceremony. <laughs> That's my moon. <laughs> um, my sun is... I, <laughs> Yeah? I am the sun. <laughs> oh. I bring life. Yeah. To this whole situation. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was the moon ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had two beers while you were doing that. I had one glass, little cup of wine. And when we got there, before we went outside, she was the girl Chloe who was hosting it was like, "Okay, everyone pee before we go out there." And I was like, "I don't have to." But then the second we got outside, I was like, "Oh man, I should have peed." But it was fine. I just didn't drink any more wine or anything. Just I was strong. Sad. Yeah, it was okay though. Wow. I was so brave. And the moon was supposed to be like pink or something, which is why we were wearing pink, but it ended up just looking normal moon color. <laughs> so a little disappointing. Normal um, moon color. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's yeah. regular. Regular moon. Maybe when it's like first coming up over the horizon. You know what I mean? We were looking. We were checking the moon out. <laughs> we were really watching it. Watching its journey. The moon was, was in goal? Libra last night. <laughs> <laughs> so. Damn, you definitely went to a moon ceremony. <laughs> but did it, did, was it like golden as it was No, it was out? literally just regular moon color. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. So. Was it already above the horizon? No. You watched it rise up? We watched it rise Damn. up. Damn. That's so sad. Yeah. So that was the moon ceremony. Something that you would wear to a moon ceremony would be maybe some sort of face oil. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sephora had a sale recently where it was like if you're a VIB, (laughs) which is what I am. What's a VIB? It stands for very important buyer, I think. But it's not the most. So I used to be VIB Rouge, which meant you spent a thousand a year, which I am no longer. <laughs> but I did used to be that. I mean, that's not difficult at all. For me. Yeah. Yeah. But now VIB, you just have to spend, I think, like three fifty a you year. You and your kind. So if you were a VIB, I think you got like fifteen percent off. So um, I 
was like, okay, I'm going to totally revamp my skincare and I'm going to fix my face. So I bought a new (laughs) face wash and a face oil. And so I said to Henry and I was like, guess how much my new face oil is? You're going to hate it. (laughs) And he was like, I don't know, 30? And I was like, more. He was like, 40? More. And it was a $72 face oil. It was on sale. But that was, so it was 15% off of 72, which I'm not going to do that math. You guys figure it out yourself. Oh, so it was less than 72? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like 80 and then after. No, no, no. But let me tell you guys, it's been working. So it turns out splurging on a face oil, worth every penny. I need every single listener to go right now to Sephora and buy yourself a seventy-two dollar face oil, <laughs> and it'll Even change your life. Even if you don't have acne. Even if you don't have acne. What would be the use of it? Well, so I got the kind that is for acne-prone skin, but they also make face oils for dry skin, or face oils for you know everyone has a different skin journey. So yeah. whatever works for you, just buy a seventy-two dollar face oil for you. Mm. Feels like it's for you. Well, this one is for me. <laughs> I the brand uh, is called like it's not called herpes, but it sounds like that. It's like herpes or something. Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> her shit. Uh, I don't know what it actually is called. Her tits. <laughs> um. Yeah. So if everyone else gets that face oil, then you won't feel so crazy. Because then everyone has it. Yeah, I need everyone to... <laughs> it's just to make you feel normal. I, I need to feel normal about my $72 face oil. Actually, I do feel normal about it. So... <laughs> <laughs> she did not look confident while she said that. I just wanted you to know that. Um, actually, viewers, I did look confident when I said that. <laughs> I do feel normal. <laughs> I am confident and normal. It's like a thousand yard stare. I feel normal. <sighs> Oh, back to the moon ceremony. Mm. One thing I didn't like is we had to write love letters to ourselves oh, at the right. end. And I... Well, mm, you should love yourself. To, uh, it's like, I don't I don't talk about... I never say anything nice to anyone. So, too out of true. character. You <laughs> too some, out of character. You say some nice things sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so down on yourself. Anyway, what else? <laughs> I can't read. I can't read your list from here. We're not. We're not doing a list. We don't have a list. Yeah, this, this is, is all off the top of our heads. <laughs> what is it? We're going through the list too fast, though. No, we're not. Okay. Um, I'll talk about my lash lift. <laughs> <laughs> my lash. Lift. My lash lift. So, I used to. Well, I'm gonna go back to her. But I used to only go to this lash lift lady where it was $100 a lash lift. But I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Very necessary. If Diana didn't get these lash lifts, we would not be together. I'm so... I'm very particular. It's so disgusting having straight eyelashes. Humiliating. Um, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I was unemployed for a while. Why don't I try this place near me that's $50 for lash lift and give it a whirl? Ooh, savings. So I made an appointment. What a great deal. <laughs> I made an appointment. Um, I called them. I'm like, can I do 11.30 on this date? They're like, yes. And then I hang up and they text me, 11 a.m., the date, eyelash. 
I'm like, okay, I guess we can do 11. <laughs> I said 11.30, but we can do 11, I guess. And so I get there that date. So I made the appointment maybe like three weeks in advance or something. And, um, three weeks in advance. <laughs> and, uh, I hear the lady, I like tell the lady I'm there for my lash lift. And she's like, do you want to get your nails done? Cause it was also a nail salon. I was like, no, just my lash lift. And then I hear her call someone and she says eyelash on the phone. And I'm like, okay, interesting. And, um, she hangs up and she asks again if I want to get my nails done. I was like, no, I'm good. Just here for my eyelashes. And then she's like, okay, well, the the eyelash lady's on her way now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, if I was, you know, our parents' age, I'd probably be upset. But since I'm not, I was like, whatever, I can wait. I'm not doing anything else. So it's like, whatever, I can wait for this lady to get here. So I'm chilling, waiting for the lash lady. And then she gets there. And so we go into the room in the back that's like, just like... Ooh, VIP. <laughs> like, um, so I'm laying VIP. down there. VIP, very important <laughs> buyer. So I'm laying there. She's, you know, putting the perm solution on my lashes. Ooh. And the whole time she is talking to another lady who's in the room with her in another language. Again, I'm like, okay, I don't really care. But if I were our parents' age, I'd probably uh, be like a Karen and be upset about this. But I'm like, whatever. The ghosts of your ancestors were screaming. Yeah, they were like, whoa, you head. should be furious right now. <laughs> um, and so, but the thing that was kind of weird was she like really wasn't saying anything to me, except she would be like, huh, weird, your eyelashes really aren't curly. <laughs> <laughs> So, and so when I'm laying there, my eyes closed, I have no concept of time. No one is speaking English. Like I have no uh, idea what's chippy. going on. Um, <laughs> and all I'm hearing is your eyelashes really aren't curling. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, no worries. Um, <laughs> and then every now and then I'm just she... here cause I love the environment. <laughs> and, um, so she would like, every now and then like leave and be like okay i'm gonna i'll come back in 10 minutes and so i'm just in this room with my eyes closed it's like what am i i'm just laying there for 10 minutes wait do you have to have your eyes closed yeah that's part of it because my eyelashes have perm solution on them Mm -hmm. and then um she kept coming back and like brushing through my eyelashes again and being like huh still not curly (laughs) and what about another 15 minutes and so i ended up being there for like an hour and a half and when i left only one of my eyes, the lashes were curled. <laughs> and um, when she handed me the mirror, of course, though, I was like, oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> I was like, it looks so wow. good. Thank After you. After all that, they did curl. They did curl. And um, <laughs> she was like, I'm sorry. Like, they really didn't curl that much. I was like, no, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you wanted. <laughs> it was like, this is perfect. Whoa. Thank you so much. Gaslighting um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that was my lash lift experience where I probably would have left a negative review if I wasn't myself, but it ended up just being a fun experience. They actually do look curled now. They are? Yeah. I ended up, I've just been kind of pushing them and curling them myself. (laughs) I think I like this better than when you get the $100 one because those are like so curled. Well, they, they're so curled, but then they last longer. Like, it fades 
Like, they're so curled at first, but then it'll fade eventually, so it's, like, normal. But, um, yeah. you just brush your eyelashes every day? I do. Would that work? No. Instead of doing... It eventually falls. Uh It's because my eyelashes are just so thick and, like, perfect Mm -hmm. that they're just so heavy and, like, they're straight. Mine are as well. So, yeah. My eyelashes are so long and beautiful. Sometimes they'll get caught on each other and I get my eyes, like, messed up. <laughs> yeah. I guess I gotta blink a lot to undo it. Pretty crazy, right? That is crazy. Okay, this just made me think of, I have a recommendation for the listeners. This is for um, all the gals out there or the men who wear mascara. Look into tubing mascaras. i'm always saying this it is a mascara where you don't have to like just rub and rub and rub to get it off you literally just put warm water on your eyelashes and you can peel it off just take it off in little clumps so um if you're listening text me and i'll tell you which one i like get tubed up get tubed up get your eyelashes tubed up tube top for your eyelashes Hey, this is a Henry and Timmy podcast, and we're telling you to get your eyelashes tubed up. <laughs> Damn, I'm tubed. Um, speaking of Timmy, do your Timmy impression. Oh, okay. Timmy requested that we keep the essence of him in the podcast. <laughs> um, so... Well, that's a reasonable request, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I would say for uh, So what I would say, if, if I were Timmy, I'd be like, um, I would be FaceTiming somebody, a close friend, mm-hmm. probably me. And by me, I mean Henry. Not Timmy. Not Timmy. Not Timmy <laughs> FaceTiming himself. I don't know who I am. <laughs> and I would be standing in front of the bathroom mirror and be like, uh... What do you think about these? Uh, what do you think about these red pants? Does it go with this uh, denim jacket? And I'll be like, I hate red pants. And, he's, and then he'll be like, Well, I'm wearing them. <laughs> That's kind of like what Timmy's like. Yeah. Or he'll be like, I just ate McDonald's. Okay, here's my, <laughs> here's my Timmy impression. Whoa, Diana, you are so good at tennis. (laughs) It is crazy how good. You are way better than me at tennis. You would beat me immediately at tennis. You're hitting the ball almost every time. Yeah, and the way you hold the racket kind of like low is interesting and cool. And like your own hack and technique. Hmm. It's kind of like you're the Serena Williams of our day. Whoa. That is my Timmy impression. Whoa. You picked Serena over Venus. Interesting. <laughs> I guess they do both play tennis. Mm-hmm. I don't really hear anything I don't know about... Which one's, I don't know which one wins more. One, one sister wins more than the other one. But doesn't Serena but do more like commercials win. and stuff? I feel like Serena Williams is the one you hear more about. She has a more famous husband, maybe. Who is she married to? The guy who... The co-creator of Reddit. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Ew. He sold, he sold it though, so he's not okay. involved anymore. Okay. He actually does look handsome. All right. But he is white. Uh oh. Ew. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Greeks aren't white. Yeah, that's right. Greeks One... weren't white until 1937. Yeah. Or whenever. Whenever it might have been. 
Yeah. Just needed to add that my ancestors weren't white, although I am. Whoa. <laughs> Crazy. Really the way makes you think. The passage of time, history, at work. Oh, you know what that made me think of? I wonder which group was the last people to be admitted into whiteness. <laughs> oh. Was it Greeks? Was it Italians? Irish? I was going to say Irish. Maybe I feel Irish. like that's my guess. Except Irish people are so white looking. <laughs> no offense Conan I know you're listening <laughs> yeah but they just it's still a concept you know yeah they're just like they're not white okay but anyway that made me think of I saw found this website that like where you can search your last name and it like tells you how many people have your last name you have and, like 69 yeah there were like 69 people total with Traveris and then how many were there with Wofford? Now I don't Maybe remember. Maybe like 3,000. Yeah, there were like a bunch. It <laughs> still isn't really that many. And for Traveris on the map, it said like America. And I went, what is that? Iceland or Greenland? <laughs> I was like, that is the state of Alaska. <laughs> I really oh. thought like when you say Alaska, I'm picturing Antarctica on the map. What? <laughs> Why? This again. It's in have, that direction. No, I, it's not in that direction. Have I talked about my Anarchism. geography class on this podcast? <laughs> I might have. I don't think so. About, okay, maybe. well, I'll just quickly say that I took a geography class in high school where every single test was open note. And <laughs> I didn't do any of the readings and I wasn't taking any notes. So I was getting really bad grades. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my mom started doing the readings and taking notes for me. And then I would have to copy the notes in my own handwriting. And I ended up That's getting a B minus so in the class. much more work than if you just took the notes yourself. Mm, yeah. Well, thank you, mom. Wow. <laughs> but that like... shows why I thought that um, Alaska was... Greenland or Iceland. My mom would never do that. She'd be like, that's cheating. Mm. <laughs> My mom was just like, she loves to learn. <laughs> she, like, this is a fun exercise for me. Literally. She like loves whenever she has to do like um, continuing legal education. Like that's like a thing you have to do like every now and then take more law classes. She like loves that. Really? I didn't Which think is, do that. Yeah. Jesus. That sucks. Yeah. Can't believe that. Kim Kardashian one day is going to have to do that. Our favorite is lawyer. Our favorite lawyer. Or is her mom just going to do her homework for her? True. <laughs> Chris Jenner. Do you think she, Chris Jenner, is smart enough, though? Okay, not her mom. They're going to hire somebody, <laughs> you know. <laughs> somebody they're friends with. Okay, wait. Um, I have a question friends. for the listeners. <laughs> Kim and Pete, PR relationship, right? Nobody cares. <laughs> This is a question for the listeners. Kim and Pete. PR relationship. <laughs> yeah, say the whole right? thing again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was good. That's funny both times for some reason. Thank you. Thank you. Shouldn't have been. Thank you. Shouldn't be allowed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we watched The Secrets of Playboy. Oh, yeah. We actually learned that Bill Cosby is a rapist. Yeah, I have something really sad to share with the listeners. Bill Cosby, not that good of a guy. Not America's dad at all. Not at all. But also, Hugh Hefner is a rapist, which I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. I thought Hugh Hefner was also America's grandpa. 
<laughs> He's just a sweet old man. He likes to take pictures of naked ladies. All he likes to do is take pictures of naked ladies. But in a nice way. But in a nice way. <laughs> he actually is a feminist. <laughs> yeah, that is how Hugh he sold Hefner himself. is a feminist. That's how he started out. Um, but yeah, I do recommend watching The Secrets of Playboy. What was that on? A&E? Yeah. There's like 12 episodes. Um, and it like starts, like the first few episodes, you're kind of like, okay. I, whatever. But then eventually it starts getting real juicy. Yeah, they do a real slow build. Yeah. They're like, wait, is anything even wrong with Playboy? One and then they're like, oh, actually, they're... <laughs> like, well, it's, it sounds bad to laugh while saying it, but they're raping a lot of people. Yeah. Um. One thing that's kind of crazy. So Hugh Hefner, like, one of his best friends was, like, his personal, like, doctor. And the doctor's <laughs> daughter, like, grew up in the Playboy mansion. Which is just insane. She had her own room. She had her own room. In the, like, that is crazy. Like, and she, she wouldn't... She lived there... She didn't fully live there, but she would, like, hang out there a lot. And she, like... We're gonna... Spoiler alert. She fell in love with, like, one of the Playboy girls... Models. Models. Um, when she was underage. Which is just wild. But it's like, of course that happened. Because she grew up in the Playboy house. Yeah. But anyway, I recommend watching that if you... Um, <laughs> Want to watch something crazy? Something that's dark, depressing, but fascinating. Here, we can... Oh, well done. We have some other recommendations we could... Oh, wait, here. I have a non-recommendation. So, <laughs> something to avoid? <laughs> so, we've been watching... We've been watching a lot of shows that are about real people. Mm-hmm. So, we'll say... It's Inventing Anna, The Dropout, and The Girl from Plainville that we liked. But we tried watching the one... Even though Inventing Anna is kind of not good. Yeah. But we also tried watching the one that's about the Uber CEO. Oh, God. Peter Thiel. That one is crazy. We made it about five minutes in. The way it's edited. It's so crazy that anyone is watching that. I feel like their target audience is like a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. I just... Whose dad is in finance. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like... They would do like freeze frames. And, it and was like just big like, graphics would pop up like yeah. in the middle of them being like, and this is like how the way I see it. This is my story. And like a big like <laughs> freeze frame. It's like, okay, what? <laughs> so do not watch that. What was it called? I don't even remember. Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt is. Um, yeah. Why did he yeah. agree to be in that? But also it's like, what else? I don't think I've seen anything he's in. So maybe he's also in bad stuff too. He's in. Does he do Marvel? Or like superhero stuff. He was in. I think he was actually in like the last Christopher Nolan Christian Bale Batman movie. Um, mm. The Dark Knight Rises. But uh, is that the Chicago one? He's in movies like that. He's in like you know uh, Inception and mm. you know. I guess that's another Christopher Nolan movie. I guess Christopher Nolan loves Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. And he's in that movie with Seth Rogen, 50-50, where he has, like, cancer. And they're mm. like, you have a 50% chance of living. And a 50% chance of dying. What? 50-50. And that's the movie. Okay, okay well, anyway. We'll talk about the other three shows. So, Inventing Anna. That was another one that we did not like as much as the other two. We suffered through it, because we liked some... We liked, like, half of it. Yeah, so that show's about Anna Delvey... This girl who was, like, a scammer, kind of. And she, like, wouldn't pay her, like, hotel bills. She was, like, kind of pretending to be rich, but she wasn't. 
Um, and I feel like the show could have been really good because the story of the girl itself was so interesting. But they, like, include this whole story about the journalist who's writing about her. And, um, like, it's just, like, this sad journalist. It's just, like, we don't... I don't care about their journalist at all. <laughs> I just want to hear about Anna Delvey scamming people. I'm like, why do we care about this? And it's... um. The girl from V playing the journalist. I don't know right. her name. But I was just like, God, hate that. She should not have been in it at all. And <laughs> everyone says, oh, the actress playing Anna Delvey, her accent is so spot on to what the real girl sounds not like. At all. And it's like so much stronger and insane sounding compared to what the actual girl sounds like. So I don't get why everyone yeah. is saying it's good. And I want to single out my sister, Ginny. Mm. Because... So Jenny like, doesn't listen, does she? Singling no, she her doesn't. Again. <laughs> I can single out Jenny. But, you know, my mom will tell her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my family about it, and I was like, if you watch, like, any 60 Minutes or whatever where they interview the real person, you're like, oh, her accent's, like, a lot milder. Like, it's not that thick. And Jenny was like, no, I watched a, an interview with the real person. It sounds exactly the same. <laughs> It's just, You're just so wrong. wrong. You're just so wrong. You're just wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. Um, Come on the podcast and debate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of you do an accent off. <laughs> um, but two shows we did like are The Dropout and The Girl from Plainville. So The mm. Dropout is starring... Um, why am I blanking on her name? I don't know her name. Okay, well, now I'm blanking on her name. But um, <laughs> I'll look it up. She's Karen in Mean Girls, and she's in Mamma Mia. It's Meryl um, Streep's daughter in Mamma Mia. Oh, in Mamma Mia. Not in real life. Because the inventing Anna girl. Oh, we know. The girl from um, Gilded Age is Meryl yeah. Streep's daughter Which is in real life. Whatever show. The show's like whatever. Okay, look it up. I am. What am I looking up? The Dropout. The Dropout. <laughs> <laughs> We've just named so many shows, you know? It's tough. Amanda Seyfried. 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 I think that's how it's pronounced. But I, I love her. I She's so good. I really feel like... like. And they, have, they have a journalist in that, but they don't show their whole like home life. They just show yeah. them doing the job of a journalist. Which, why would all we, you need to see. Why would we want to see the journalist's sad home life? Yeah. Meet Riddle their, me that. Meet their husband or wife, you know? Except if the husband is played by... Fonda Holmes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Oh, um, she likes Anders. <laughs> um, but the dropout is about... Um, what is her name? <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. Same last name as Anders. And the dropout is really funny, actually. Like, that show is really well yeah. written. Um, True. So I feel like of all the shows... About real people that we've watched. I think that one is definitely the best. Yeah. The biggest recommendation. Um, and the girl from Plainville. That one's very depressing and sad. But well done. Yeah. So that's about the girl. The story of like. Um, the girl who like was texting her boyfriend. Who like wasn't really her boyfriend. But like convincing him to kill himself. And, and then he does. And then he does. Um, so. And it's just like kind of wild seeing like. They have the girl, like, 
one thing I didn't know about the case is how she was like quoting Glee a lot, like yeah, pretend like using well. Ra- like Rachel from Glee's sadness and like using that as her own script like her to pretend to be sad about her boyfriend who killed himself. Um, <laughs> so I just love that um, as a Gleek. <laughs> yeah. But, but if suicide makes you sad, definitely don't watch it. Yeah. They really go, they really get into the weeds of it all. So it's not as good as The Dropout, but it's still very good. Um, and oh, and that has Elle, Elle Fanning, and she's really good in it. Short um, for Eleanor. Short niece. for Eleanor Fanning. Oh, and um, the main character... Her middle name is Diana, and the boyfriend who kills himself, his middle name is Henry. <laughs> but it's spelled with an I, so it's different. <laughs> um, so that I'm not going to convince him to kill himself. Thank you. <laughs> Since he's not Henri. Um, Henri Conrad, Henri Roy, Whoa, Coco. Look at you remembering names. Michelle Diana Palmer. It just came to me. I didn't remember until oh, just that moment. That has maybe happened once before. <laughs> Where I remember a name. In my... For me, in my experience being around Diana. Yeah. I forget things a lot. Oh, what's your name, Diana? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so those are some show recommendations. What, what's uh, what, um, uh, what else? We could talk about um, the weekend where we had Tatum over and when we mm. were at the Ritz. Staying over at the Ritz. <laughs> so I have a bone to pick. With the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, not fancy enough. Yeah, first off. Okay, so <laughs> we did not pay for our room ourselves, obviously. Because we wouldn't have gone. And when <laughs> we got the email with the receipt, it was like discounted a lot because our friend Allie's dad works for the company that owns the Ritz. So I thought we were going to be staying in a $450 hotel room. But then we looked up how much the hotel room actually costs a night, and it's 1200 a night. <laughs> so it's like okay that is very different uh, like if you're expecting a $450 hotel room versus a $1200 hotel room that's a you know yeah, big difference I think they get away with it because of all the, the insane amount of marble in the bathroom yeah, that's literally so the only reason that it costs that much that was the only nice thing about I mean like the room itself was like nice but and it the, wasn't like huge it didn't have like anything it was had a nice balcony kind of um, but like the toilet paper was like cheap toilet paper, which I was kind of like, if you're spending 1200 a night on a hotel room, give me some Charmin ultra soft and strong. <laughs> like, what is this cheap hotel? Like, why do they have cheap toilet paper in this hotel room? It's all for the, just to say that you just want to be able to tell people that you stayed at the Ritz Carlton. Literally. That's and it. it's like. If I'm going to be spending 1200 a night on a hotel room, I feel like it'd be better to go to a cheaper hotel and get the penthouse at a cheaper hotel instead of go to an expensive hotel and get a regular room in an expensive hotel. Yeah. Because it was just like a whatever hotel room other than the cool marble bathroom. And it didn't even have a bidet. <laughs> it's like, okay, 1200 getting, a night and you yeah. don't have a bidet? Now we're getting crazy. I mean... This is America. Yeah. And so when we were done at the Ritz, we had... Um, <laughs> no bidet in the no hotel room. But I will say, I took some pens out of the hotel room, and they write beautifully. But Ritz Carlton has already rubbed off. But yeah, the, so now it just looks like a regular pen. But I love that. It's a nice pen. Um, 
Yeah, so Risk Carlton not fancy enough. Yeah. Um. <laughs> if you were thinking of spending 1200 a night at the Ritz, listeners, don't. Whoa. We're trying to lose business for the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, I bet all of our <laughs> listeners were planning on staying there. <laughs> at some point. If you're listening to this, we know you're wealthy. <laughs> our, our listeners are very wealthy. That's right. Um, Multi-millionaires. But after staying at the Ritz, we had our friend Allie and her daughter Tatum stay over at um, our apartment for two nights. And it was crazy having, like, a child living in our uh, apartment for two nights. I was like, whoa, I cannot imagine living with a child forever. Like, damn, this is a lot of work. Yeah, and we weren't even doing any of the work. It was all Allie. (laughs) I had to help her pee while you guys were gone. (laughs) Yeah. She went to bed, and then she, like, came into our bedroom and was like, uh, I'm gonna go pee now. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, very good. <laughs> and then I just hear her, like, small voice from far away. <laughs> and so then I go to the bathroom. She's like, uh, the toilet is dirty. <laughs> so I looked at the toilet and it just looked normal. So I just got a little piece of toilet paper and wiped the seat down. And I was like, all right, all good. <laughs> and so then she got the toilet. And then I went back to bed. And then I heard her voice again. And I walked over, and this was actually a, a genuine complaint. This one made sense. She was like, I can't reach the toilet paper. And she really couldn't. It was very <laughs> far away from her. She's too small. So I moved the toilet paper closer to her. And then I went back to bed. And then I hear her voice again. And she's standing with her <laughs> her pants around her ankles. And she's like, I can't find where to flush. <laughs> and so then I flush it for her. And then she starts walking out of the bathroom with her pants around her ankles. <laughs> I'm like, oh, pull your pants up. And she's like, okay, I pull my pants up. <laughs> and Allie later revealed she did that because she likes to make sure you're looking when she pulls up her pants because she's really proud that she knows how to do that. Yeah, she's showing off that she's able to do that. And it's like, we are proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> You'd much um, rather be able to do it than not. And while this was happening, me and Allie were at the smallest Target we have ever seen in the entire world. Like, there was just one, we were buying some toys for tatum to like have on the flight and stuff and it was like the insane how few toy options there were at this target like it was like a quarter of the size of an aisle it was crazy disgusting it i was like los angeles you're on my hit list burn the whole city down whoa um diana does murder on (laughs) mass mode and also, we went to Universal Studios with Tatum, me and Allie, <laughs> and she hated it. But we went, so we went to, on a ride that was like a Minions Despicable Me ride. And it scared Diana. And it was like low key. Yeah, it was kind of scary. I was like, if I was Tatum, I would be scared of this ride. And she actually was like kind of brave. Like she didn't seem scared, but I was kind of gripping like the rail. Like it was kind of scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the menus right is actually look pretty scary. Like I that's why they have a giant menus menus minion statue on the roof. Mm. And then um, the ride that she Sweet. most wanted to go on, you had to like reserve online ahead of time, so we didn't even get to do that. What was that? It was um, Secret Life of Pets. Oh, and um, Tatum got to meet one of the 
trolls world tour <laughs> people and she did not like that at all because so um, they're like seven feet tall. yeah it was like a terrifying person in a How costume you make the troll so big yeah um trolls but we ended up leaving leaving universal like pretty soon after getting there we were there maybe an hour because mm-hmm. tatum did not enjoy it and then the whole next day she was like can we go back to the theme park i promise i won't cry again <laughs> <laughs> ali was like mm, it's closed um it is actually closed today we cannot go back <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving tomorrow <laughs> sorry but no didn't ali have to carry her around yeah and ali had to carry her like the whole day and i was like i cannot imagine having to do that again it's like uh-uh yeah tatum's three she's she's big yeah and tatum's tall tatum's three she's big and she's tall and she's tall so <laughs> This is why we will be childless. <laughs> I mean, Tatum is very... This isn't an anti-Tatum thing. It was just a... Anti- damn. Can't imagine living with a child forever. Yeah. Or until they're 18. It's like... But again, if I get very, very, very wealthy, I could adopt a 13-year-old. 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I just don't like, you know small children i don't like small children but it's also like i hate middle schoolers too so there really is no winning and i hate high schoolers i think the best is just you know we just pop in with other people's kids yeah be just around for a day or two i'm auntie diana to tatum and that's all i need to be oh i thought you were saying anti (laughs) anti diana (laughs) oh also so when tatum was over um edie our cat um, was terrified Tatum because Tatum was um, really coming up close to Edie. She wanted to bond with her. So yeah, it was very and, cute. and it was very cute. But Edie is scared of everyone. Like even when we lived with Caleb for like probably like six months, he, like Edie would still run away yeah. when Caleb she would, would try just to come. Let him come up to her. She would smell his hand and then she'd run away. Yeah, like she just. But I think she's like slowly getting used to people. But. Um, it was so cute. Tatum would like go in the room and like bring her a bunch of toys and stuff. <laughs> but one time I went in there with her and realized that she was petting Edie. And Edie wasn't running away, which was kind of crazy. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm glad that um, Tatum got a chance to pet her. Maybe Edie was just frozen in fear. And she's but like, she probably I have was. To run. She probably was just frozen in fear. <laughs> <laughs> but Tatum doesn't have to know that. Yeah. <laughs> she got to pet her. Um, but it was very cute. Um, yeah. And Edie's just growing stronger every day. And this weekend, <laughs> this weekend, um, four of my favorite gals are going to be visiting. So um, Edie's going to really hate that, having four new people in the apartment. So. Oh, yeah. Are they, are they sleeping over just Thursday? and? So Thursday night, two gals are sleeping over. And then the other night's just one gal sleeping over. So oh, okay. that'll probably be fine. But, um so what? we'll see. I we'll will see. not allow it. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, Diana keeps on having all these people visit. Yeah, and then the weekend after, Allie's coming back, but alone, without Tatum. Yeah. So we'll be able to, you know, we don't have to, like, plan our lives around her, which oh, would be Did we good. say Allie got to pet Edie? Oh, yeah, and Allie did get to. That was to... probably way more... Edie was probably way more accepting of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't frozen in fear for Allie because yeah. Allie's like good with animals. She's and... probably just sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy and chill. Yeah. Damn. 
So I bet, you know, we'll see if when Allie comes back, maybe Edie will already remember her and love her, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but mm, probably not. Um, yeah, I feel like we're... Yeah, we've we've done a decent amount of times. Good. Yeah. Anything you want to plug? We already um, plugged the TV shows. <laughs> uh, plugged I all our TV shows that we made. Yeah. Oh, I might be in the audience of a TV show on Monday when this comes out. All right. But we'll find out. So I won't plug that because... You might not be in the audience. Yeah, we might not see it. But then I got an email that it says, you are likely to be on camera. Oh. So. Never mind. So it's called American yes. Song Contest. The best show on I, TV. I do like it. I, I like it and I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. It's Everybody. America's show. Yeah, it's America's Eurovision, and we all watch it. Yeah. And we all like it. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you for listening Gotta to go. the Henry and Timmy podcast. We're going to go to the Academy of Museum. Yeah. A museum. We love the Academy. I'd like to thank the Academy. Oh. <laughs> so sweet. Okay, right. bye. I love you, Timmy. Oh, this is, I'm Timmy. Oh, just came in to say bye, everybody. 